Hello and welcome to Coexisting. It's 2020 and due to the coronavirus making its way across the world, we find our towns and cities in lockdown in an effort to slow the pandemic. I'm Lara Lightbody, the producer of this show. Apart from the COVID headlines filling our screens, I was curious to hear how people were living day to day. So I asked the same eight questions to people in different countries to get a glimpse of their lives during their version of Shelter at Home. The questions I ask cover life right now as that person is living it. What day of shelter are you on? What are the rules in place? What is it like in the streets where you live? What practical advice has helped you at this time? What is your most memorable moment? And what would you say to someone who is feeling low today? It's part information, part human story archive, but mainly trying to get an uplifting bent on this insane situation we find ourselves in, and at the same time preserving these memories in audio. Memories that will, in a few short months, be forgotten. So, plug in those headphones or that speaker, grab a cup of tea or a glass of the good stuff and take a seat. This is Coexisting. Hi, my name is Jose Carlos de Aeche. You can call me JC. I currently live in Tijuana, Mexico, in Baja California. I was born in Mexico City. I work as a life consultant and a transformational speaker. I studied in San Diego, California, elementary and junior high school. And then at 16 years old, I had a car accident. And right now I'm in a wheelchair. Yeah, something that you probably didn't know. So that's something that I really like about communicating. And I mean, I don't mind at all when people see me all the way around, but I like the fact that when we are not um, seen through obviously our eyes, we don't judge, you know, it's just our voice. So I think that's beautiful. In fact, I might put the camera for a little bit. So this is me right now, hello. I'm here in my room, it's a mess. So that's why I didn't want to put the camera. But anyways, this is me. So you can put a face on me as well. You see my glasses, right? These glasses don't have any uh, glass on them. I took the glass out and there's a, like a little dot in the middle of the glasses. So on top of my monitor, of the iMac, there's like a little uh, webcam, but it's not a webcam. It's like a laser pointer. It's like a magnetic sticker. In the middle of the glasses, reads like the cursor. So as I move my head, it moves the cursor. I have like a little keyboard on my on my screen. So that's how I work the computer. And I'm 100% independent, so that's a beauty. Yeah, it's a huge privilege. What about me? <laughs> yeah, I have a podcast. It's called Inside My Mind. And I'm a speaker and I'm a life consultant. So I really enjoy uh, talking with people and making a difference in this world. When I saw your post about doing this project, I was like, wow, that is so awesome. So the fact that we're doing this and participating, we're getting together. And I think this is a huge part of this whole coronavirus to come together to learn to be as one and uh, add value to people. I think it's great. Today, I believe it's Wednesday, right? Yes. <laughs> so today's Wednesday right now. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. 
and I'm sitting on a wheelchair. It's been my companion for almost 18 years now. I have this habit that the first thing I do when I wake up is be thankful. People would probably say, how can you be so thankful in your situation, right? And so many people don't know that I live in chronic pain 24-7. I mean, it's not only physical limitation, but it's the physical pain. And obviously, there goes so much more to that, right? The emotional pain, psychological. But I woke up this morning saying, thank you. Those are the first words that always come out of my mouth. First thing when I open my eyes every morning. And I'm so thankful to God first to be alive. The fact that you just, you open your eyes and you're still alive, that in itself, it's a huge gift. I was awoken as well with birds outside my window and it was beautiful. I love the sound, you know? In fact, even sometimes when in the daytime when I'm just working or something, I just look up videos of, on YouTube of nature sounds, right? And it's so beautiful, but when it, it comes from outside your window, it gives you a whole different energy, good vibes. So today, it was a beautiful day. You know, I woke up beside my wife. I'm very blessed. And I know I've, because I've heard that with this whole situation and not going out so much, the whole earth has revived. It's become a cleaner air in our street. And because there's less noise and because we are pretty much locked down at home, we're just adjusting our ears more to the sounds that surround us, that we're more aware of everything that we hear, that we see, that we feel. I would never have a bird in a cage. I'm not a person that would do something like that. But the fact that I'm hearing the birds that are just freely flying outside is beautiful. Just to picture it, to see it, and to hear it, I love it. To be honest, so much time has gone by that I don't even count the days anymore. I don't even care what day I'm on. It has lost its meaning to me because what's important is to live each day. If it's Sunday, Monday, Saturday, I don't care. To me, every day now, it's practically the same. Mexico closed down at around, I think it was one of the uh, countries that closed down the latest. It's had a, a huge impact. I think right now we are in red alert. Restrictions are quite strict in Mexico. The only problem is the people are not responding like they should be. People are out on the streets, as far as I've heard, right? Because I haven't gotten out. I've gotten out once since this whole thing started. So it's been really tough on me. People have gone out with like a desperate mode of, I just want to break free. And when you have that kind of attitude, when you're not really taking care of yourself, and you just want to maybe rebel against the system or whatever, I think that's very dangerous. I don't know if I would say a rebellious attitude. It's very unconscious how they are confronting this new reality, because things obviously have changed. But the fact that they're not taking the measures necessary, it's only gonna make this thing worse. And unfortunately, what I predicted is happening. Instead of improving, we're having more cases of coronavirus, more infections, 
more people in hospitals. And that's the problem here in Mexico. I think they lack a lot of resources and space in the hospital to treat people. That's why it's so dangerous. If they had the respirators or hospital beds necessary to treat the people who get infected, it doesn't make the situation easier in the sense that there's still going to be a lot of people with coronavirus, but it makes a big difference between life or death. The fact that I'm not going out is because I'm, I want to take care of myself. And if I do go out, I'll take the safety measures because I don't want to get infected. And I don't want to infect others as well. In theory, I'm high risk also. It makes it a difficult situation. But now that it happened to my dad's sister's husband, he caught the coronavirus. So, you know, now when it happens to someone who is close to you, the whole game changes. It makes you more sensitive, more empathetic. I had a lot of plans to fly a lot this year to give different conferences around Mexico and the U.S. And my plans completely changed. And I have an office here in my house and I treat my patients here. So it has changed a lot because everything I do is people related and it's mostly in person. So now that everything has become so impersonal now has practically been shut off. So it's affected me a lot in the way that obviously the business side has really affected my economic situation. It's hurt us a lot as a family. It's really affected us. I'm a very people-driven person. I like the warmth of people. I like the smiles, the touch, the communication, the in-person. You know, it's just this whole different experience being with someone, the energy that someone gives you and, you know, a smile or just when you stare at someone's eyes and you can just feel, you can communicate, you can, you can say so much without speaking. That's one of the areas that's hurt me the most. So right now in Mexico, Tijuana, Mexico, where I'm living, we're still in red alert. Every day that goes by is the worst day. So things are not getting better. They're only getting harder. And you believe they're going to get better and you believe the next week you're going to be able to go out, obviously taking care of yourself, but they just give you the worst news as days go by. Right here from my room, I can hear so many cars going by and it's crazy. I can just think of all the people going down the street and I just hope they're taking care of themselves and they're not exposing themselves and others because it's not only about taking care of yourself, which is really important, but when you take care of yourself, you take care of the other people around you. How I heard about it was I have a therapist, right? And I do therapy every day. So that's something very important because I have to take care of my body. I can't afford to not exercise or not do physical therapy. I had a therapist, he was still coming home and we were still doing therapy, but it came to a day when I was like, bro, if you're not taking certain care of yourself, I can't continue with you because I cannot expose myself and my family. So there was a moment where I had to let him go and that probably hit him in an economic situation. 
it also hit me very hard because the therapy that I was used to doing every day became zero. Obviously right now, like my wife and my dad, they're trying to help me out with what they can, but it doesn't even come close to what I used to do, right? So it hit me very, very hard. He was with me around six hours every day. So from six hours to zero hours, and from spend time with the family and enjoy the family, now depending mostly on my family for my physical needs, it's been tough. It's been a challenge, a huge shift, a huge shift. You can't count on the support that you used to have. Okay, say things are progressing, and even though we're still in red alert, here in Mexico, you know, say things are going to get better in a couple of weeks, maybe months. But since I depend on someone to be my arms and my legs, I have no idea when is the next time that I'm going to be able to open the door of my house to someone strange to teach them everything about my physical therapy, how to treat me, how to get dressed, how to take a shower, how to do everything. There's two things. One is getting someone that you can trust to help you out with something so intimate, right? That becomes almost an extension of your body. Teaching someone how to do everything that you need to be done, it's going to be very difficult. But the fact that it's a virus that is here for I don't know how long, I don't know when I'm going to be able to hire someone to help me with this. It's a matter of being extremely patient. And it's the uncertainty of not knowing when. I'm trying to do what I can, but I can't help to see my body a lot more tense. Thank God I'm not, you know, like all twisted in my back. Like I take a lot of care of myself because I know how important it is because there is no cure, like there doesn't exist a cure. It's not like you fracture an arm and then you put a cast on and in three months you're ready to go. With this whole situation, I've been in bed like 90% of the time because since I'm sitting here at home, there's not a lot of reasons why I should get up from bed, but staying in bed is so hard. I mean, thank God I have a bed that, you know, it sits, it's not a hospital bed, it's a regular bed, and it's a very nice um, mattress and all that. So I can sit up in my bed and get the computer in front of me, and I can do everything I did if I'd gotten up. But the fact that I'm not getting up for so long, it takes a toll on my body. Things have changed a lot for me. Like I said, like the uncertainty game has been a huge challenge. Oh, yeah. Many people might think he gets used to it because it's something you're living with, but I don't get used to it. Like the pain that I go through every day, I don't get used to it. There's so much physical pain that I go through every day. It is overwhelming. I can't credit myself because if it were from my own strength, I would have probably given up a long time ago. But the strength, mostly mental, emotional, and psychological strength that God has given me has helped me to withstand this whole situation. There's people that might get used to their situation. I don't. To me, it's a daily challenge. 
we're so strong mentally as human beings. But I also believe this situation has opened our eyes as a society to know ourselves more. I think we are very disconnected from ourselves. And it's very unfortunate because being alive, having people around you, there's so much beauty in it. But when you fall into the routine and you stop seeing those things that become maybe meaningless to a lot of people, it's sad to see things as if you deserved what you have. Because we don't deserve anything we have. It's a blessing. Everything we have is a blessing. Being able to, to wake up, to breathe, to, to see a new day is a huge gift. I believe a lot of people have seen their inner strength. I believe a lot of people didn't know how much inner strength they had. You don't know how strong you are until you confront adversity, right? A lot of people ask me, how are you so resilient? And the truth is we are all resilient. I believe we don't know how strong we are until something like this hits us and we're able to open our eyes and see that obstacles are there to be overcome. La Angels. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for listening to Coexisting. It's Lara Lightbody, the producer of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear the story unfold, here is where I need your help. Hit the subscribe button so Coexisting comes up automatically in your feed. Secondly, write a review and rate with stars, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts. And if there's anyone out there that you think would make a great guest, just get in touch. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn as Coexisting Podcast. That way, that many more people will find us.